Hi, this is Leo DJ Angel, and you are listening to the underground experience of Uncle Earl. Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Uncle Earl here once again on the Underground Experience here in sunny California. Celebrating Women's Month. You know what that brings. I'm bringing you women from around the world. It's a global love thing we're doing here. And today I have a very special guest. Her name is Vanda Guzman. And she comes to us from Germany. She's not a native, but she knows the native land and the language and the goings-on very well. And I want to hip you to what's happening in her world. I had the privilege of being featured on her show. And it was an amazing experience. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about her life, her music, and her love. And here she is right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you Ms. Vanda Guzman. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. Wow. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I feel the love coming through the through the phone already. I feel it. Wow. I feel it. I feel it. Yes. Yes, and you're over there in Germany. Yes, I've been in Germany over 17 years. Mm. I am a singer, songwriter. Um, actually, I'm just uh, um, doing uh, all my music over here. That's all that I do mm-hmm. besides in the last years of doing you know, a lot more of my spiritual work and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I came over here to, I just heard inside me, go to Germany and sing to people. Wow. <laughs> And I got on came. Great, it's great, and I, you know, I've worked. I tell you, I've worked in Germany myself, and it's it's a wonderful community. The the theater and the music yes. community is wonderful there, and there are a lot of us, our people over there, you know, yes, thriving and surviving. Over here doing music. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mhm, and 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 this is special too because you know it's interesting how we met. I gotta say this, you know, because I posted something on Facebook, and you replied in regards to. A woman that I put up there, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's a good friend of mine. Can you please get me in touch with her? I wrote back and said, uh, yes, I can, because it's my mother. 
<laughs> Sandra <Yeah>. Reeves Phillips. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I remember that. I've told so many people that story because I said I couldn't believe it. I said, and I saw a picture of Sandra Reeves with him and on, and on his Facebook, and I wrote him and said, please, give me a touch. I haven't seen in some years. And you wrote, back, here's her number. That's my mom. <laughs> right. And I called her right after. And I was like, I didn't know that was your son. And, oh, man, and we talked and everything. And it was just a wonderful experience. Small world. Small world. And to find you. Yes, yes. It was divine order. It was divine order, exactly. Mm-hmm. So let, let me tell you, let's, let's go back. Where, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. East Coaster. East Coaster. East Coast. Yes, and how was it growing up in Baltimore? Uh, Baltimore actually was a very, very beautiful city. I mean, I've gone back quite a bit since in the years, and for me, it's lost a bit of its taste, but it still has a lot of good taste because you still have the Inner Harbor, you have a lot of build-up stuff that they've done there, but just a lot of the things that the people and style has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not as as it used to be. Baltimore is always such a strong city, and it's still a strong city, mm. but for me, I just see that some of the talents and gifts that a lot of us were coming up and using and stuff, that yes. you have a lot of people there that aren't really using their talents and gifts as much as just a lot of, a bit of a low, low, low vibration there when I go there sometimes, mm. but uh, I still love Baltimore, of course. Yeah, but you know, I have some friends from the Baltimore and D.C. area, and the culture, culture is alive there, the arts is alive, and I think some people are taking it for granted, they're not like you said, fully utilizing everything that's there. There's so much. There's so much. And when you have so much, you do, in a way, if you're not conscious, mm. take it for granted. And that's what I've seen when I, when I got there, you know, when I go to visit. And mm. I was there a lot in 2010. And uh, let's see, six months, yeah, three months, and then another three months. And then 2011, for four months, mm. I was there because of uh, spirits preparing me to get back towards America, mm. not in Baltimore, but back towards America. So I had to go back a bit and just feel through and then mm. feel until I was surrendered and say, okay, yes, I, I can come back to America. Mm. I can come back. You know? <laughs> so I got that done. Uh-huh. It wasn't that easy, but I got it done. And I'm certainly thankful for uh, the opportunity to even come back mm. as spirit is moving me forward. Yeah. Mm. That's when you know you win. 
Do you ever do any lecture demos or seminars on your experiences that you've had traveling and being, you know, in Europe to share your gifts? Well, no, I have not really had that much of had that much of an opportunity to do that yet. But I know I will. Mm. Most of the times when I was going back, I was just still doing some music mm, mm-hmm. and uh, and the, and getting back in. But the more I go back and see how. I can make a difference mm. by bringing back the information of this culture mm-hmm. here in Europe and in Germany. And I think I talked about it on my show or talked about it to somebody not too long ago about how, you know, I have to put the, uh, the, the bottles and uh, the green bottles in a container and the brown ones in another container, white <laughs> yes. ones in another container. Yeah, you got to <laughs> carry them around and do the containers, you know. Yeah. And then you got to put out there at our trash thing, you got one thing for paper, then oh, you got yeah. another thing for plastic, mm-hmm. and then you got another thing for all your little fruits and veggies that you're throwing away, <laughs> then you got enough of it just trash. Yeah. And somebody said to me, are you serious? Okay. <laughs> they will said, get you organized. Get you organized and also help you, help with the environment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Help with the environment because that is supporting the environment. Yes. Here. And so when I go to America and I say, Mr. Sister, where's your so-and-so bin and where's your other trash bin? Girl, she said, girl, put all that trash in that can and leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're messing up the program. You messed up the program. <laughs> yeah, don't start that here. You know, and I understand them because when I first came to Germany, yes. and they was like, put that there, put that there, put that there. I used to always put everything in one thing until <laughs> my landlords would say to me, you know, they're trying to they give us a fine. Mm. If, you know, they mm-hmm. see that like that. You know, we have to pay. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, and yeah. I started, but now. I'm used to it. So the change has been really a good change for me, a growth change for me, mm-hmm. and it has been a, uh, an opportunity to take in, to, to, to get some things out. You mm-hmm. know, Jesus says you can't put new wine in old wine. Okay. So, you don't want so, that. So, you know, I had to get some of the old stuff out, mm-hmm. and then I could take in the new things, and I'm glad I, I did because now I'm able to go around the world and be with all people. Um, not, uh, I don't have to be sensitive to things and things like that because I travel everywhere around everybody. So mm. I'm around so many different cultures that it's just easy to uh, be more accepting. Yes. Accepting yes. of others, you know? Yes, and it's wonderful to have a great foundation and integrate other cultures into your foundation. And um, it, it just makes you a more well-rounded person. It makes you more, how would you say, um, compassionate understanding Mm -hmm. and you know just it just opens up your world you know because some people live in a box you know they don't sometimes don't leave their neighborhood and they don't appreciate what's around them you know other cultures and so i i really thank you for opening up your world to me you know because i love to learn 
I love yeah, yeah, I mean, really, I, it, it was not easy, but I knew I heard inside me to come here, and I came in, and I, you know, many times my sister was saying, why don't you go on back, you don't have to deal with that, struggling, and love it, love it, and all, I said, I heard inside me, I'm not leaving this, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I stayed with through everything I had to go through, and, you know, and now just the, the beauty of my life, and what I've learned, and what I've been able to take in, and my heart, having such a open and just just a flow and a flexibility and just to see people and accept people for who they are and I have a lot of the other stuff going on and, and, and everything and I love America and I'm coming back to America so I'm not, you know, putting America down. I'm just saying as in cultures, if we all would go into each other's cultures and get a little bit from each other, that the whole world would be a much better place to live in. Amen. <laughs> you can amen that again. Hey, amen. <laughs> yes. You know, I want to tell you a little story about myself. Because it came a time in my life where I had knew I was doing a lot of studying and doing a lot of cleansing and, and working on principles and things. But it just got to a point where I really had to really, really, really come inside myself. And so one day I just got up out the bed and I decided this is the day. And I looked in the mirror and I said this to myself. The last time I saw you, you had those tears in your eyes.
though you're doing radio, you're on the radio, you're doing your music. Now, was music your your first form of arts, or did you do any theater or acting or dancing? Um, music and dancing mm. for me when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. When I was a little girl, that's all I did. I just stayed in the mirror <laughs> and was dancing and singing, <laughs> dancing and singing. And I just stayed in the mirror. You know, nobody paid me no mind. I paid nobody else no mind. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I would go, even in the kindergarten, I'd go to school, come home, I'd little boy I like, I'd sing in the mirror, sing uh-huh. in the song, make up a song for him. And uh-huh. so, but... But my, my, my family did music, and my, my uncles and them on weekends, they all came over with their guitars and mm. playing the blues, stomping their feet. Baby, you don't have to go. Mm. You know, the honky tonk yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I was just amazed by uh, by music. Then they used to always, you know, make me sing, yeah, that's a song, you know, and everything. And I used to love to hit that Gladys Knight, her mm. grapevine, and all that kind of stuff. Yes. And I mean, Franklin stuff, and I, I I just listened to them all the time, all the time, you know, and and uh, they were they were the ones who really put that helped me to hold that music tight into my heart, you know, that no matter what went on, you know, in school or anywhere else with me, it was music. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't interested in being a scientist or anything else, you know. <laughs> now, being such a strong black woman that you are. Was it easy for you to follow your dream? Did you have support or did you have to go it alone? I really didn't have any support, you know. Um, didn't have anybody to say, oh, she's a dancer. Oh, she lost the dance. Let's put in some classes. I didn't have that. Mm. You know, my mother always was working and saying, look, I'm, pro- I'm providing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, you know, and that's, that was beautiful, and she did provide. We never had, we went without food or a warm place to sleep or anything like that, but mm. I didn't have the other hands-on to say, you know, put her into to the arts and, you know, put her here or put her there. So I had to really go it alone, and then by going it alone and getting hooked up in certain places, mm. you know, of course, I became a drug addict. So I was a drug mm. addict for 18 years. Mm. And um, through the drug addiction and doing my music and living around other places and doing this, that, and the other, I um, finally just got completely in a hole. And um, and then in 1979, I picked up, I, I, I didn't go to my home, but I was put out of a place, mm. <laughs> put out of the state. Wow. And so back, uh, back to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then I went into uh, the church. Mm. And so from the church from 1979 to 1984, I was there all the time and singing and doing all I could do and praying and all that. Mm. And then I finally had an experience with uh, God one night in my bedroom mm. and received the call of the Holy Spirit. And wow. I never touched another drug since. Right. And I came off of bed and I went and I started a drug ministry called Freedom Now mm. Drug Ministry, which is still going on Great. in uh, Baltimore at Bethel Amy Church. I went back to school, got a GED, went to college, uh, then I got the call to preach, became a minister, got married, mm. uh, just was doing everything, just was, you know, just being a blessing in every mm. way, and then um, eventually I started doing, I was doing fasting and praying a lot, that mm-hmm. was really a ministry, a prayer and fasting ministry, and then after a while I did a 40-day fast, and mm. about 30 Four days into the fast, mm-hmm. I just something just clicked in me and said, "Oh, what got you to where you are cannot take you to where you have to go." Mm. And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> and I was shaking like a leaf on the tree. Where am I going? All churches are for me, but you know, all churches are the same. Yes. So where do I go? What do I do? And uh, through meditation and prayer, I heard Germany. Wow. And I wasn't the type of person to always, you know, because I didn't know anything, but you better go study that first. You know, I just got on off the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, go mm. it was never a devil. I thought it was here when I got here. Okay. Uh, because it was so different. Mm. And I was lost, and I didn't have no language, and I was just, whoa. And I went through quite a bit of suffering when I first came to Germany, quite a bit, but I couldn't turn around mm. because I heard it inside of me, and eventually I stayed. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mother passed, mm-hmm. and then when my mother passed, and I went there and did a homegoing, I came back, 
And it's like four days later, it's like my mother came over here and said, get off of my child. My mother, it was like a spirit came over here and I got all the openings. I got the first musical hair, I played Dion in hair. So I got my papers, you know, to be here. Got an apartment, my own apartment, then got a car, you know, everything just changed. Just like that. And I knew it's my mom coming over to uh, assist me. And then I've been moving on ever since. What's up? This is Norm Adams, and you're listening to the Ultimate Underground Experience with Uncle Earl on KLED Live. And that's a testament to taking that ultimate leap of faith. Because some people, you know, second-guess themselves, and they don't do what they truly feel in their heart, and they become miserable individuals. And I commend you for telling this story, first of all, being brave enough to let the world know this, and overcoming, and surviving, and moving on forward positively. Yes, and I've just been here just doing my music and then, you know, just really working more on my spiritual life and doing quite a few things more on my spiritual life here, you know, because I wasn't really, like, affiliated with churches here, you know, the German churches, because they don't really have a lot of them here. You have maybe two Mm -hmm. in each city, you know, Mm -hmm. so you don't have a lot. And they, they don't, people don't 
they don't go to church as much here, you know, right. they mm-hmm. live by another way, you mm-hmm. know, and um, mm-hmm. so most of my church things here is doing concerts and things like that. Sometimes I went and I talked to a group, you know, with the younger people and things like that, and that was fine, but to an uh, ongoing thing. So I believe God just wanted to erase a lot of the things out of me, you know, from certain things that didn't serve me anymore, mm. you know, mm-hmm. could be for anybody else, but just didn't serve me anymore for what God had in mind for me um, to do. And so from that, I started writing more and more of my own music, and um, and then I wrote a song called Life is So Beautiful, mm. and that brought about the radio show that yes. I had called Life is So Beautiful. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And that, so that just came to you? I, was it were you, was it out of a dream or just as a thought popped into your head? How did it come to you? Well, I was uh, leaving from a gig one morning, and I had to get on a train to go to Berlin for a ship cruise to sing. Uh-huh. And I uh, got to the train station, and they said the train was canceled. So I'm sitting there nervous and <laughs> kind of getting an attitude with God. What do you mean? You know, I got to be in Berlin. The ship is going out to sea. You know, I'm explaining all this to Spirit. Finally, a quietness came over me. Mm. And I started singing, Life is so beautiful. Life is so wonderful. And I was just singing this song. And, you know, then I said, Mm, it's a cute little song. <laughs> and uh, about 10 minutes later, a lady walked up and she sat beside me. Mm. And we were talking because we were the only ones on the track because the train was uh, canceled. Yes. And, uh, so we were talking and she said, I said, how are you? She said, well, I'm okay, you know, but, you know, she said, I'm just so hurting because I tried to kill myself. Mm. And my son, eight years old, came home from school and he found me and called the police and said, my mommy won't wake up. Mm. And so they sent the ambulance, they took me to the hospital and cleaned me out. She said, I would never want to hurt him like that again. I said, this song is for you. Mm. So I sung her the song. And then a train came. And Whoa. I was happy. I'm like, the train is here, yay! Okay. Went to get on the train, and the lady was walking off from the train track. Mm. And I said, Aren't you getting on the train? And she turned and looked at me and said, I didn't come to get on the train. And I said, Oh my God. Okay. Is she going to jump in front of the train? Because they do that in Germany. Mm. A lot. Mm. They do that a lot. They mm. jump in front of trains when they've had it. Yeah. And so that song stayed with me for about four years. And then I was in America. Wow. In October, and I came back and did a party. And then the next day, a friend of mine said, well, come on, run over to the studio. See if there's anything you want to do. And I got inside, and the spirit spoke right to him and said, let him lay down. Ask him to play this. Life is so beautiful song for you. So we went in. I asked him to play these chords for me. He played them. I went in the booth. Jet lag, tired, <laughs> and the Spirit of the Lord sung that song through me. Mm. And I came out the booth and said, what was that? Mm. Well, that is true, truly divine inter- intervention right there, and um, I think the audience should hear this track. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's get a glimpse of Vonda Guzman with Life is So Beautiful. How about that? You feel good about that? I feel great about it. All right, y'all. Here we go. Get ready. <laughs> Oh, 
underground experience. And I am here having myself a ball with Lacey and all of the beautiful listeners here. And um, we just wanted to give out a little wisdom today. If anybody is in any kind of void in your life, because, you know, the void is the time when, you know, you're in school and the school teacher says, Jimmy, go up, clean the board. And Jimmy, go clean the board off. And there's nothing there. It is just a void. And that void is a time when it's time to get a new assignment that you may be in a place where nothing is happening. And you're not sure exactly what to do. And so the void is a time for you to come into a place where you can get to make these changes within yourself, look at yourself, affirm yourself, love yourself. You know, I love getting in the mirror every day and every night, giving myself a big hug and a kiss. Vonda, I love you. I really, really love you. And that's a beginning, and it's a beginning of knowing that we are worthy of all that we have come here to do. And the void is an opportunity for us to grow. And so if anybody's going through anything and you feel that you're not sure which way to go, which way to turn, it's okay. You're fine. You're in a void. Sometimes the void lasts for six months. Sometimes it lasts for a couple of years. It's all according to what we need to concentrate on. While we're in this space, how we need to have more gratitude, how we get gratitude in our attitude, and we live with that, live, move, and have our being in that, you know. And so as many ways that we can get through a void without it knocking us out, without us losing it, because so many people be losing it, taking themselves out and things like that, but that's not what the void is for. The void is to give you a new assignment. It's to up you in your own personality and your own spiritual life and your own gifts and your own talent help you to be clear help you to trust help us to believe help us to know that all is well no matter what the seeming appearances may be all is well everything is working out for our highest good and out of all situations only good will come and we are safe Wow. I feel all of that. <laughs> and some more. <laughs> mm, thank you so much. With all these riches that you have, the knowledge, the wisdom, and understanding, where do you see Vonda Guzman in the future? Well, I see Vonda Guzman working with the new call that has been placed into my life, which is the Life is So Beautiful movement. Mm. The movement and life is so beautiful. Movement will consist of many entities, and one of the biggest entities for me is music. Mm, mm -hmm. It's helping others in music, just like what you're doing. Mm. Just like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, helping others to get the creativity, not into their own self, for their own creativity, to have a platform, mm. uh, to be taught. Mm -hmm. How to handle the music of business, you know, because a lot of us weren't taught, you oh, know. Yeah. So if you get that, if you get that information and that knowledge, a lot of the stuff, and you can, you know, surpass, <laughs> you know. What I mean? Yes. <laughs> and so the life is so beautiful movement will be doing that. We'll be working with publishing. Uh, I will also be uh, having. Uh, I would, I'm going into TV as mm. well as as well as radio. Um, I have my uh, mission statement and uh, doing all that I know Spirit has sent me to do for us to all understand life is beautiful. Mm. Life is beautiful. So everything that I'll be doing will be because I know and I am saying to the world and now more people and more people are coming on board because sometimes it doesn't feel as though it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so with the change that's coming into the universe, yes. I call it the new anthem. Okay. That's what I call it the new anthem because life is so beautiful and they're getting it more and more each day and it's coming in more and more each day and things are opening up for us all more and more each 
each day, and we're going to be looking around shortly and be saying, wow, yes. more than I could ever ask for, <laughs> you know, more than I could ever, you know, I mean, really, when you get to affirming that I'm ready to manifest yes. the desires of my soul, yes. you know, yes. I'm ready to realize the desires of my soul, mm-hmm. I'm ready to experience the desires of my soul, so the Life is So Beautiful mission uh, is to bring us all into a place of manifestation, mm. manifesting that which we came here to do. So there's many entities to it, mm. and I'm happy that I've been uh, that God is trusting me mm-hmm. to uh, to walk with it. Well, He's looking for soldiers, you know, and you are you are chosen. Mm-hmm. You are chosen. Mm-hmm. I feel I am chosen. I did not choose this; it chose me. And uh, yes. we must carry on, uplift, and move it forward. And there's enough room for all of us. It's not about me, I. It's about we and us. That's and that's right. and what once people we get that. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once we get that, that's what we have to, we have to get and get rid of those inner-inquisies that, you know, hold us with thinking that somebody else can have our good. I mean, that's just the old paradigm. Yes. Yes. And it's it's old. And if we come up out of it and shift our consciousness, we will know without a shadow of a doubt. Nobody can give you anything, and nobody can take anything from you. Hello. Hello. No one can do anything to you that you don't let them. You know, it's it's all good. Never too much to give up some love. But now, girls, I got a song for y'all. It's not that we don't love our men. We love our men. We need our men. But I had gotten myself in a bit of a situation one day.
that song, give me chills, you know? Yeah, I said, you better be heaven sent. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking this time and... It, and uh, welcoming me into your world. And I'd love the listeners to get more of you. So can you please tell them every possible way they can find you? Uh, I'm on the radio every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time on www.blogtalkradio.com. And the name of the show is Life is So Beautiful. You can find it all. Find me on Facebook, Vonda, V-A-N-D-A, Guzman, G-U-Z-M-A-N. On Facebook, my music website is VondaGuzman.com. My spiritual website where I do spiritual treatments and work with people going through things as a consultant is www.lifeissobeautiful.net. And you can get my songs there and everything that you will need is right there for you. All right. Are you on Twitter as well? Oh, yeah, I'm, in on, I'm on Twitter, yeah, that hash Vonda Gooseman. Okay. Thanks for telling me. Mm-hmm. Get it all I'm in there. I want it all in there. <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> they have no like, excuses. No excuses. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I know I'm, I, I know it's freezing over there, but I hope I was able to bring a little warmth into your life for a moment, you know, as you, you place some light warmth. into mine. Yes, you brought a lot of warmth. I want to say thank you. I'm enjoying what you are doing, and I know that great things are happening. And somehow or another, I know that uh, Spirit has something in mind for us to, mm. for those of us who are willing to come together and work together. Mm. That there's some things coming up and some some uh, great treats coming up. Great. The spirit will, through synchronicity, mm. have us to connect. Great. And to bring uh, more love and more healing into this planet. And mm. so I'm just looking forward. Whenever I come to California, I'm definitely going to call you. All right, you better. <laughs> I'm going to tell my mama. I'm calling you. <laughs> oh, it was so good to see you guys join. I uh, have your birthday together. Yeah. Oh my oh, God, that was amazing. It was the most wonderful birthday I've had in I could say decades. It was, it was a huge celebration, and it was it was simple, but poignant. Yeah, and yeah. then you had Miss, and I know you had Miss Reese with you, honey. Oh, you can only have yourself yeah, a ball. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I yes, love her yes. so much, and I love you, and I'm thankful to you for all that you've been doing and sharing through the um, universe. Thank you. And believe me, <laughs> some things are coming about, man. But we be looking around saying, "Oh, I never <laughs> thought about doing that," <laughs> because it's more than we could ever even ask or dream or even imagine. Mm, well, I'm mm. open, available, and ready to receive. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You, you are welcome. You have a wonderful, blessed day, evening, and night, and year. Thank you so much, and the same to yes, you. Yes, all what soldiers. underground experience. Thank you so much. Have a good day. <laughs> okay, blessings and love. All right. No mistake. Hey, no ciao now. Ciao. <laughs> Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the wonderful, talented, and beautiful inside and out, Ms. Vonda Guzman. I told you, it's always something special up here in the Underground Experience. Come on back for some more. <laughs> To get from point A to point B 
taking so long sometimes you can't even see just where the universe wants you to be I bet you must believe only way to receive just when you think that it's happening show now something happens and it feels like you've been snuffed but just hold on to his unchanging love he'll never let you go but through this you'll know it's not how you start it's how you finish it's not how you start it's how you finish it's not how you start it's how you finish how'd you finish how'd you finish taking time for prayer and meditation too will guide you in just what you must do the one voice we must learn to trust lives inside of you sometimes that's a problem too cause we don't always follow through 